0: With fertilizer prices still very high and growing demand over climate-smart practices, many farmers wonder what options they have to help their commodities grow while keeping their bottom line in mind. During the Soilcraft Regenerative Ag Conference earlier this winter, I had a chance to sit down with David Canoes with Canby Oregon Bay's Apical Crop Sciences. We talked about a host of organic and regenerative issues. But we started our conversation focused on mineral nutrition and the impact it has on plant susceptibility.
1: Plants to the naked eye uh, may look all the same. But uh, we've been running a plant uh, and soil analysis laboratory for the last six years, and we've found that that is absolutely not the case. All crops are not uh, grown equal and not created equal. Uh, Some have uh, one combination of nutrients. In fact, almost no two plants themselves uh, are going to have the same combination of nutrients. And as those nutrients are in or out of balance – Uh, we see the disease and or insect susceptibility uh, correlated to that. So in other words, as plants are balanced nutritionally, From new leaf to old leaf, we see um, relatively minimal um, pressure, um, and this is what plants in nature uh, typically do have. Um, But plants that are out of balance uh, from new leaf to old leaf of, you know, one or many minerals itself, um, you can have uh, significant imbalances, and uh, nature deals with those imbalances in the form of, um, you know, insects or pathogens typically.
0: In today's presentation, you challenge farmers out there to invest in soil and plant analysis. Can you explain why you put that present put that in your presentation why it's so important for growers to be proactive in that way
1: well if you're playing darts or really any board game you can't really play the game properly if your eyes are closed so i would liken uh you know operating a farm without uh, appropriate precision laboratory analysis to playing any any board game or video game or darts without you know without eyesight So essentially you're gaining a lot greater resolution in in terms of your plant plant health and farm operations and soil health and so forth by, by running some analysis, and that way you can make smart decisions
0: one of your slides had 10 fundamentals of nature maybe not necessarily hit all 10 but can you talk to us about the those fundamentals of nature and why they're so important to farmers looking at moving into the region ag business
1: yeah so the the 10 fundamentals of nature really uh was developed after studying vascular fluids of the plant and how they operate for about seven years or so maybe a little bit more than that actually and uh it's Similar knowledge that's uh, that's found in many agronomic textbooks, you know, mobile nutrients, immobile nutrients, and so on. But um, what we found is the is the information is is actually significantly deeper because plants don't just operate off of uh, you know absolute values; they operate off element to element ratios, and so. I feel that the 10 principles of nature are so important because they start out saying that plants can survive on low levels of nutrients delivered by soil microbes, which we all know to be true. Nobody's fertilizing the national forests and so on and so forth. But it ends with uh, the larger the excess nutrient intake, the larger the imbalance that the plant needs to alleviate that excess. And in order to do so, it's going to Uh, achieve greater levels of soil depletion in order to do so so what that's getting at is by overfeeding plants you instead of allowing them to operate in a way similar to nature or trying to augment nature or um, enhance nature by force feeding plants what they don't necessarily want we're potentially increasing the soil depletion that we may be experiencing as a species you know on on the planet uh two, three, five or tenfold or maybe more in certain cases uh, in a a specific growing region. And by getting back to utilizing carbon fertilization as a fundamental uh, agronomic practice, you can actually begin to shift back towards operating in harmony with nature as opposed to um, what might be out of balance with nature. And by doing so, reap ROI and economic benefits and, and soil health benefits and so on.
0: Along those lines, something else you talked about was plant stress. What sort of research is going into plant stress and and how to address that both in the short term but also the long term?
1: You know, plant stress is an incredible field of research that's happening, you know, in in botany research as well as agronomic research around the world right now. And some of the research that's been uncovered in the last 10 to 15 years about how stress points in a plant correlate to visible or infrared or other spectral differences within the plant, uh, plant's own reflective um, uh, appearance, have... Innumerable correlations, right? So, in other words, when plants have uh, you know saline stress, that that corresponds to a certain um, uh, you know spectral that's produced within a certain spectral range. This covers the entire you know drought stress, nitrogen efficiency, um, uh, nitrogen utilization, uh, crop viability. There's 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 probably 30 or 40 different uh, infrared or a visible or near-infrared, far-infrared, visible, XRF, et cetera, um, types of spectral uh, signatures that are associated with these plant stress symptoms. By starting to unpack those and alleviate plant stress, we see that growers can gain huge uh, benefits in terms of plant health. Uh, improvement through the alleviation of plant stress and this is backed up through uh, a lot of scientific journals um, that i've read around this around the the plant stress subject and so it's a it's a common uh, topic that weaves both through botany research as well as agronomic research
0: what relationship do you see between mineral nutrition
1: and disease pressure So I kind of mentioned it a minute ago. So the more imbalanced plants are, the the greater the potential for them to experience uh, disease or insect pressure, for that matter. So um, when we started the lab, we looked at uh, we didn't know what we were going to find analyzing vascular fluids of the plant. We there was not a lot of um, uh, literature and research, uh, at least in the last sixty or seventy years, that that had you know of scientists that had done the same thing. And so what we found. Was was we start actually so we started to go out and and sample plants in nature so you know oak trees himalayan blackberries you know blades of grass and 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 run sap analysis on those and compare their new leaves to their old leaves and what we found was a tremendous balance between the new leaves and old leaves of naturally occurring plants that are that are found in their natural environment versus agronomic crops which were all over the map huge amounts of imbalances and oftentimes the more out of balance those plants were the stronger the insect or disease pressure that was experienced by the grower so after thousands and thousands of samples we came to the conclusion that that plant resilience starts with nutrient balance and that's a motto of ours that we've been promoting since about 2019 Find us on the web at www.apical-ag.com. Uh, you know we have a tremendous amount of resources on our on our website. Uh, you know we sell over seventy five organic products. We run a plant and soil analysis lab. We have a reading room with over fifty articles uh, dedicated to uh, regenerative and organic uh, growing practice. Uh, critical topics. Uh, there's some case studies on there. Uh, there's just a wealth of information. You know personally, I've been involved in regenerative and organic for over twenty years, um, and uh, we consult with uh, you know growers and agronomists. Around the country and around the world to solve these problems acutely on a day to day basis. So, um, you know, if there's any way that we can help you guys with your operation, um, you know, uh, please feel free to reach out to us. We're, we'd love to hear uh, about new challenges.
0: Once again, that was David Knose with Apical Crop Science.